Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me, I've got my guy, James Edwards. James, what's going on? Nothing much, man. Running on uh, minimal sleep. Had a, a travel malfunction, I guess. I don't know if I want to call it that. Well, James, you're not the only one that was having malfunctions tonight. The uh, The Boston Celtics and the <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers had multiple malfunctions, not only just shooting the basketball, because we'll we'll talk about this. The Sixers just were putrid from the field. The Boston Celtics were as well. Yeah. The Celtics win this game 88-87. The the Celtics are five and thirty-seven in the past nine seasons in games where they score eighty-eight or less. So they usually lose these games, but because the Sixers just shot worse. It was a little bit worse for them. And not only did they have malfunctions shooting the bar, there, uh, tonight it was just so weird. They had problems with the Nets tonight. Yeah. They, there was a reoccurring problem with, this is what a Celtics spokesperson said, there was a reoccurring problem with the net attachment. And it happened to start the third quarter, and then they had to replace the net again with 222 left in the third. It was just a night of malfunctions for this game. <laughs> to quote the great LeBron James, something's a little fishy. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've never, I've never heard of a net malfunction and why it took so. It felt like it took forever to fix, and yeah, I've never heard of that. This game was gross. Um, what the Celtics shot thirty-seven percent from the field, twenty-five. I'm sorry, the Sixers shot thirty-seven percent from the field, and I think like yep. much worse from three. Uh, Boston was a little bit better, not much better. Uh, they were better from three, uh, but not from the field. I, some big shots. There were tough shots. I don't want to say it was a defensive game because it really wasn't. I thought it was kind of gross. Uh, there were some defensive mm-hmm. moments, but there were some tough shots. Dennis Schroeder hit some tough shots. Uh, I like the way that they got Robert Williams involved, getting him easy buckets. And then, yeah, Embiid was putrid. Shake Milton and Seth Curry were uh, kind of leading the way. I- I'm a big Shake Milton guy. I'm glad that he's – Yeah. I think he can play. Yeah, I like Shake too. Uh, Jason Tatum tonight had a career-high 16 rebounds, which is a positive. Uh, He scored 26 points on 20 shots. He was struggling early on, but got it going. The end of this game was pretty – it was just kind of weird. Schroeder just felt like he was trying to give the 76ers every chance to win this game. (laughs) And then the Sixers just can't even get a shot off. Time Lord Robert Williams goes and blocks a three-point attempt from Niang in the corner, yeah, and that was it. Uh, but it was uh, it was just a just an odd odd night in Boston. A nice win for the Celtics. The Celtics have needed uh, wins like this against you know competition like the Sixers. So yep. it's, it's good for the Celtics to to at least scrap out a win like this. No, I agree. And they hit shots when they need to. Like I said, there were some tough shots. Uh, Schroeder had a nice iso take and layup i think with like 40 seconds left um step backs from tatum point marcus smart continues to to dish him out yeah i mean i think they needed one of these uh the sixers have been good despite i guess not being at full strength even though this is probably the full strength sixers but yeah boston needed a win like that 12 and 10 philly 
is going through a little weird time. I'm not really too worried about them. I was more worried about Boston going into this one. Um, and I still, nothing resolved it, but it's, it's a good win to get. Maybe it, it propels some things. Yeah, it continues to just be kind of a crunched together Eastern Conference. Philly is now completely out of the play-in. If the if the play-in and playoff started today, they they're three and seven in their last ten, have really struggled with COVID-related illnesses and just guys missing time. That's been really tough on them. Boston, however, has started to pick it up. They're six and four in their last ten, up to eighth in the Eastern Conference. Uh, let's move over to another Eastern Conference game. The Milwaukee Bucks just barely squeak by these pesky Charlotte Hornets, one twenty-seven to 125 big time game from Giannis he had 40 12 and 9 and had a a game winning drive on the Hornets uh LaMelo man LaMelo was incredible in this game 36 points that's a career high for him nine assists five boards he hit this kind of like fall away fade away three to tie the game at 125 and I thought Eric Collins was going to just <laughs> completely combust at that. It was incredible. Great balls of fire! LaMelo! Yeah, LaMelo ended up in like row four. He was like all sprawled <laughs> out. It was a big shot. And I think, listen, we I think we all kind of knew LaMelo had talent. And the fact that he's... He has these games where the three balls falling at like Steph Curry rate. It's, yep. I mean, like he hit eight threes. Um, anytime that kid is that hot from three, like he's going to have a big game like he did 36, nine, and five. Um, they continue to get great stuff from Miles Bridges. Shout out to Flint. Uh, big minutes from Kelly Oubre, too. I, he had a big shot. Uh, I don't remember how much time was left, but it was a nice kind of like, inside the arc step back he he gave them good minutes it was i don't know i like this hornets team like i would love to see seven games of bucks hornets like i think the bucks win uh of course but i would love to see those teams go at it for for a series because like you said i mean the hornets are scrappy um they're kind of grown up a little bit lamello's grown up i think a little bit faster than we anticipated miles bridges has grown up um I like Jade McDaniels. He didn't have a big night, but like you see good things from him. Um, Gordon Hayward, obviously, is kind of the steady presence. I, I like what I saw from them. They've been giving teams fits all year. They just play hard and they're fun to watch. And um, I don't, I don't think any team that's kind of has true championship aspirations would want to see them in the, in the first round of the playoffs by any means. Yeah, the, these young guys that are gonna be happy to be there but they're just gonna scrap yeah and the one the one thing they need to continue to improve is on the defensive side of the ball and some of that is that they don't have a lot of rim protection especially with the group that they're throwing out there with like no true center but they run they get a lot of shots up they took 51 threes tonight like that's That's gonna help you especially when you're making 41 percent of them i mean that's going to help you on a night like this uh, the Bucks continue to get steady production across the board. Uh, their entire starting lineup was in double digits. They also had George Hill and Pat Connaughton off the bench. Both had 11 points. Uh, and Demarcus Cousins, yes, in a Bucks uniform, feels weird. Looks, looks weird. weird, but he actually 
played pretty good for them off the bench. He only played 15 minutes, but scored seven points, four boards, an assist, and a steal. It's just, it's always nice to have Boogie in the league. I love, yeah, no, I've always loved Boogie. He looked a little spry, looks like he's had some time off. I'm always rooting for DeMarcus. Um, yeah, I think the Bucks are starting to find that stride a little bit. They had a weird, as you know, like kind of start to the year, drew out, Chris out for a little bit, guys in and out, Giannis shooting a ton of threes to kind of preserve himself, and they're starting to round into form. I don't think anybody was ever worried about them, but you kind of always wondered, are they going to have the same urgency this time around because they won it? And to pull out a game like this on a Wednesday night against the Buc- uh, against the Hornets, a scrappy team, I, I think that people don't like to put too much stock into regular season, but like I think that says something. Like They could have... They could have laid down, um, not laid down, yeah. but I mean they they were they were down sixteen yeah. after the first quarter. Yep. I mean they they could have they could have mailed this one in. They really could have. No, I agree. Um, I think they're starting to round into form, and I still, I like I said, I love Charlotte, but I really want to see. I think they're a trade away from like being a little more serious. Like, can we get Miles Turner and Charlotte? Ooh, I like that. Yes, let's do that. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Let's jump around the league real quick. The Mavericks blow out the Pelicans 139 to 107. Luka Doncic leads the way with 28, 4, and 14 assists. The Cavaliers, the pesky Cavaliers, continue to just show up. They beat the Miami Heat 111 to 85. That was impressive, yeah. There's an really impressive night from Jared Allen, 19 and 11, and Evan Mobley continues to impress. Uh, the Wizards stop the the feisty Timberwolves one fifteen to one oh seven. Uh, Montrez Harrell, man, having a just a resurging season for him. Twenty seven points, five boards, three assists. Uh, Towns had thirty four and ten. The Nuggets, man, I just feel bad for the Nuggets. Yeah, what it's a horrible tough. position they've been put in just by the basketball gods. Yeah. Lose to the Magic. Oh boy, to the Magic. Uh, Cole Anthony led the way. Twenty four. Eight and seven. Shouts to Jay King. Uh, Shout out the to Hawks. King. <laughs> the Hawks beat the Pacers one fourteen to one eleven uh, on the back of their guy Trey Young, who almost just two boards shy of a triple double. Thirty three, eight and ten, and the Rockets beat the Thunder in the Tank Bowl in OKC. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, man, I was at this game. Jay Sean Tate was an absolute monster tonight. 32, 10, and 7. He honestly was the best player on the floor for a lot of the night. Shea Gilders Alexander was great too, who had 39 points, just shy of his career high. But all that doesn't matter because Drake was at the game. Why was Drake at the game? Nobody knows. But Drake was at this at the tank bowl. Can you, in can you I was gonna play. ask you, can you describe like when did you? When were people aware that Drake was there? He showed up after halftime, and it was just 
an absolute mystery as to why Drake is at a Thunder game <laughs> in the middle of the week in December 1st in OKC. It was so wild, just like the rest of this night. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Ding. Please listen to all the shows right here on The Athletic NBA Show. And James, send us out. Ding, ding. <laughs>